Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 29th. 2021. I really want you to see this shirt. I love this. There's strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Don't FOMO on altcoins. Be a unique beast. Don't be an algorithm slave either. We're going to talk about that. Offended by selling one day closer to a freaking all-time high. Hello, my elite friends. Do you have questions? I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a freaking super chat. Oh, it's been raining all day in Nashville, and now it's about to end. It's ending for now. I'm going to go walking soon after this. Not a run day today. That was yesterday. Now, speaking about uh, recent occurrences, let's not go back to yesterday, but let's go back to Tuesday. Everyone follows me on Twitter. You know that I went to the Nashville Predators game. I got a free $110 ticket. I talk about that on the backup channel. Yes, I posted a video of me at the National Predators game. All you Canadian hockey fans out there, check it out right now. Don't be an algorithm slave. I know you didn't get served. It didn't get served up to you because it was on my backup channel. But think, use your heads, go to the links below, check out the six-minute video of me at the National Predators game. I'm not wearing a mask. Uh, there were people walking around there that uh, the mask police were there. Hey, it was it was kind of funny. Uh, but the young people. There were a lot of young people there, a lot of energy. They didn't sell every seat. You know, we were spaced out. I had a fun time. I'm not a hockey fan. Uh, I hadn't been to an NHL game in many, many years. I saw the Capitals play once. Uh, and I hadn't been to a pro sports game since uh, 2014, since I saw the Orioles in the playoffs. So it's it's funny. It's linked to below. Check it out. Also linked to below is a special elite Bitcoin holder show. I did audio only earlier today. This is my fourth show of the day, okay? The, the taped uh, Predator show, the podcast, the audio podcast. I did a TikTok. That's also linked to. So, I mean, I've been I've been in motion, dudes, with this uh, social media Bitcoin stuff. If you're watching this tape, please play this at 2x so you don't, you don't have to hear all that stuff I just said there. And... Uh, <laughs> But do, do check out the links. Watch the stuff. Don't be an algorithm servant. My Lord. And yeah, I am a huge, quote unquote, sinner for going to a sporting event, an indoor, indoor sporting event. Oh, my. Oh, my. The world ended. I'm so sick now, aren't I? I go to a synagogue. I go to indoor sporting events. I go, I, I'm on a plane. I go outside every day. I mean, some would just call that normal. Pound that like button. I call it uh, pretty darn normal, but uh, some people are stuck in some weird new normal. But we'll talk about that. Uh, I talk about that again in, in the podcast and, and, and the backup channel linked to below. So could you have predicted the following like a year ago? It just shows you what a golden age we are living in here. There's some people that are down because, you know, Bitcoin is only at fifty-two dollars or $53,000 only. They're very disappointed that, you know, it was sixty. It was sixty-four. $64,000 pyramid, big money, big money, big money, whammy. Was that that show? Anyway, okay. So uh, <laughs> no, some people are disappointing, but I, I got to put this in perspective for you people. 
the number two freaking cryptocurrency. And I know some of you are scared of the flipping fun. Oh my, oh my. Um, <laughs> the number two cryptocurrency is if it was a company, you can go to asset-.com. It would be the, uh, it would have the 27th highest market cap on the United, in, in, in the world of all companies. It would be number 27. You can go to asset dash. $313 billion is the market cap of Ethereum that is more than Toyota, Comcast, and Verizon. And it's only the number two cryptocurrency, okay? So put that in perspective, dudes. Uh, that was that was unpredictable a year ago, right? When everybody was locked, scared, and not everybody, people like me weren't locked in their houses, but a lot of people locked themselves up. Uh, some, some of them still haven't come out of their houses, apparently. <laughs> and think that it's a sin to, to see a hockey game. And it was it got a little cold in there, I gotta tell you. I was I, at first I was warm because I, I walked there. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh hockey's interesting. It's hard to follow the puck. I like baseball, you know it. I'm Baltimore. We don't have we don't have hockey in Baltimore. Now, another thing, the, the Fed chair, I'm not putting the Fed chairman uh Jerome Powell on a pedestal here. He gets asked about freaking Dogecoin by a reporter. That's the world we're living in now, man. I, I mean, would you have been able to say that the, the freaking altcoin flavor of the month, Dogecoin, that no one even works on anymore? That, you know, a year ago, could you, yeah, they're going to ask Jerome Powell about it. A serious question about Dogecoin. Ask the chairman of the Federal Reserve gets asked about Dogecoin now. So golden age, dudes. I... I some people are very impatient with the Bitcoin price. Some people think it's the end of the world when you talk about an altcoin and that you can gain nothing positive from, from looking at altcoins. But I, mean, I just I just uh, derive some really positive aspects of life from, from altcoin stuff there. You know, Ethereum is worth that much. It's kind of it's at an, a new all-time high. And Bitcoin, and it's still the number two cryptocurrency. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin to this very day. To the end of time, baby. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Now, another thing that's very interesting: the University of Wyoming generates uh, revenue through uh, crypto staking. The University of Wyoming is the state of Wyoming. There's no difference. It's a state-run institution, and now they have gotten permission and. and to, to buy cryptocurrency, to stake cryptocurrency, and to use the staking earnings for their – to fund themselves. And this is this is a government in the United States getting into cryptocurrency. Now, I know it's not Bitcoin, but this is a huge – this is huge. This is, this is big. And we knew this was going to happen eventually, how exactly it was going to happen. It's a government uh, indirectly buying Bitcoin and buying cryptocurrency, okay? And making a, a government making an investment in cryptocurrency. So uh, and people keep saying it's the University of Wyoming, and it is the University of Wyoming, but it's just, there's no difference. Who funds the University of Wyoming? It is a state institution that's getting into cryptocurrency. So that's uh, that's pretty big right there. And hey, we, we knew it was going to happen. That's when you could have you could have predicted something like that. But we're there. We're there, golden age, baby. And so, but, but with all these positives, and I'll get to the Bitcoin positives in a second, baby. 
Um, they, well, those are big. Those are Bitcoin positives because they tie. I'm not part of the Bitcoin Inquisition, baby. Uh, I, I I can talk about altcoins and time in the Bitcoin real easily there because they do tie in the Bitcoin, and they are good things you can derive from them, uh, from trends with them that are good trends for Bitcoin too. But here's a headline from CoinDesk. Bitcoin declines on track for worst month since January. <laughs> and to me, that sums up the spoiled attitude that so many in the Bitcoin space have. Okay, how you need another major mile. When do you need your next major milestone? I mean, you're like a freaking heroin addict. You need it right freaking now. People are sad that Bitcoin is its worst month since January. January wasn't that. I mean, it, it, it just that just happened. It's a worst month since January. That's not a big deal. Well, why is that a big deal at all? Because everybody wants an all-time high every single day. And, you, you know, a month ago in February, we were having all-time highs every single day. During these bull runs, we have all-time highs every single day. We're going to have that again, but they're down days. And so, wow, the worst month since January, which was a freaking awesome month. Where Bitcoin got to thirty thousand dollars for the first time ever. You guys realize that that uh, uh, prior to this year, Bitcoin has never been to thirty thousand dollars a year. You spoiled people who can't put it all in perspective. A year and a month ago, Bitcoin crashed into the three thousands for a few seconds there, when the whole world overreacted and became hysterical because of some, well, you know what. And <laughs> so, put that in perspective. I. You're spoiled. Everyone is spoiled. I hope you hold Bitcoin. I really hope because if you're spoiled and you're holding Bitcoin, okay, that's great. You're a little delusional on, on your expectations. We can't have awesome milestones every freaking day, dudes. They're going to be down days. They're going to be down months that really aren't down. <laughs> but hey, CoinDesk has their, their headlines also. Uh, so – we're going to talk about the, the FBI in a second here, or the IRS. I'm getting everybody confused here. Here's a Beyond Bitcoin thing. I, I really can't. I was sent a link that is a real promotional video by the CIA, and it just shows you what their priorities are, and they're quite strange. They, they are woke. It is a woke video uh, with an, a real employee of the CIA. And it's, I, it's linked to below. It says CIA disturbing. I, I really can't talk about it. Um, but it, it can show you how maybe they – either that they're completely incompetent or that it might, it might worry some people. Like if they're so much into this wokeness, maybe some of these incompetent woke people that they hire might top target like illegally target Americans just because they're so bitter. I mean you hear this woman talk. I mean, it's shocking how bitter and incompetent she most likely is. And she can't admit the only reason she got the job is because, well, you'll see. Anyway, so that, that's linked to below. That was a Beyond Bitcoin moment. Going back to the government, Jerome Powell uh, talks about, and I, I hope I link to this below. Uh, I'm gonna, it's at decrypt.co. I'll, I'll add it if I forgot it. Um, he talks about central bank digital currencies. Uh, how he to him it doesn't matter if China beats the United States to the punch. He doesn't want to be in a race with China. He doesn't want to have a central bank digital currency like China. 
he doesn't necessarily want a central bank digital currency, but it's clear he does um, <laughs> through this. Now, I'm glad that he claims he doesn't want uh, something that's going to track you like China. I mean, obviously, China wants it to be as fascist as freaking possible, their central bank digital currency, and they don't want there to be any physical currency anymore. Uh, Jerome Powell is not – he hasn't said that he, he – I mean, he still wants there to be physical currency, most likely. But uh, I think the big takeaway is that if the Fed chair is talking about it, central bank uh, digital currencies, it's, it's probably going to happen. And you can have your fingers crossed and hope that they don't really make it uh, China-like. If they do, I mean, you don't have to worry if you own Bitcoin. That's the bottom line. Pound, that like button. Let me see if anybody has any questions over there. What do we, we, I see there's some Canadians there. Oh, we do have some questions and I do see Canadians there. Keep killing it, bro. Thanks for everything, says Tyler Rushkin. Thank you for appreciating it, man. And I'm, I'm going to keep on doing it as long as, uh, as long as I get good feedback from people. I really love the, and I talked about that on my uh, audio podcast today. When I don't have the interaction with you guys, I, I start to really lose interest a lot in this. It's just, it's just not fun. So I appreciate this this interaction. Crypto miner uh, Kevin says, keep speaking the truth. Let all the normies pass this channel and FOMO on alts. Yeah, they, they are going to uh, pass the channel and FOMO on alts. Uh, don't FOMO on alts is one of the sayings here. They don't get that. And I'm going to talk about normies and their mistakes and, and what I've learned from TikTok. Because I, I mean, a lot of people are rightfully disgusted by the impulsive people on TikTok. But you can learn a lot from them. You can learn a lot from uh, impulsive people. I'm not going to insult them any more than they uh, need to be insulted there. All right. Uh, let's, uh, again, and the only way I, I see a lot of you are, are, are chatting there. If you want me to answer, you could do Bitcoin Meister, you can do a super chat, and I will definitely uh, definitely answer your, your, your questions. All right, back to the regularly scheduled uh, notes section. And re retweet this, dude. Follow me on Twitter, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. It's, it's out there. Not many people were retweeting it for some reason, or at least earlier on. on. I, uh, As many of you know, I, I enjoy Uruguay. I have relatives, distant relatives there, uh, through my uh, great-grandmother of blessed memory, Rose. And um, she. Uh, <laughs> and when I was in Uruguay in 2013, in Montevideo, my glorious uh, second cousin once removed, <laughs> he's my mother's second cousin, uh, Ricardo, uh, who always takes me around there, who's such a great guy, who, who made a cameo appearance on this show back when I was there in 2018. I was interested in real estate back then. It was right before I bought, I bought Bitcoin. I was interested in foreign real estate because I liked Doug Casey. He took me to all these condos and, and – uh, out there. It was really nice of him. And right after that, I bought my first Bitcoin. So I, I wasn't interested. I was no longer interested in, in, in foreign real estate. But I, I have a, I have a, you know, Bitcoin now is one Bitcoin you could buy a freaking house in, in Baltimore with. Now, <laughs> one Bitcoin's worth more than what I paid for my houses in Baltimore back back in the day when I when I had houses in Baltimore, in challenging neighborhoods in Baltimore. <laughs> but. Right now, there the Decrypt has an article, Major Latin American Marketplace to Accept Bitcoin Payments for Real Estate in Uruguay and in Argentina. 
So it's it's combining a former interest of mine. It, you don't know. Maybe Bitcoin will. You know, people have asked me, "What are you going to do with your Bitcoin?" They, there's something I can directly do with my Bitcoin. I don't have to get into fiat now. I through this organization, I can send them my Bitcoin and turn it into a Montevideo condo. Uh, no Montevideo condos are listed there yet, but somewhere in Buenos Aires are. It, but it's a Uruguay, Argentine, Argentina. Um, based company there. So it's that that is linked to below. I usually don't talk about these uh, kind of niche country specific uh, news stories because sometimes they're fake <laughs> and they blow things out of proportion. But I'm personally, I'm personally interested in, in, in something like that. And, uh, and I, I would not recommend if you were to ask me where, where to buy a place, Argentina or Uruguay, Uruguay, much better, much more stability, uh, much more stability. Uh, they're not going to, most likely you're not going to have your real estate confiscated there. In, in Argentina, who knows? They just they just go so socialist there every 10 years or not every 10 years, every 10 years, their, their, their currency collapse. But they're, yeah, you're, you're, uh, Argentina, Argentina's a lot more socialist than Uruguay. But unfortunately, because of the, the current event situation, you know, if, if we would not have had the current event illness situation that we that's that the world has been living in for so long, I would I would be much more enthused about one day possibly using um, Bitcoin to buy uh, uh, real estate, uh, foreign real estate. But I'm no longer as pro. You know, it, it's just it's so sad. Uh, what what uh, what has what's what's gone on in, in you know America is the freest country and in terms of this sickness that's going on I, I would be I would rather be nowhere else and I don't want to get stuck anywhere else man and Uruguay has been pretty lax they have not forced anyone apparently apparently to, to shut down people voluntarily shut down there okay that that's beyond Bitcoin stuff let's let's move on now coinbase users are now able we'll talk about what the what the IRS wants to do to the freaking, I mean, it's disgraceful what they want to do the, to the hardware wallets. But it, it shows you how great hardware wallets are. Now, but I'll get to that in a second. Coinbase, where you don't want to store your freaking Bitcoin because you don't want to have a Bitcoin bank. There's no point. Coinbase users are now able to buy up to twenty five thousand in crypto daily using PayPal, according to the exchange's uh, settings page. They'll lose nearly 4% of, set, of such purchases to PayPal-specific fees, yet uh, they will still do this. <laughs> People will still do this. Guys, if that's the only way you can buy your Bitcoin, <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I understand it because Bitcoin, will, you know, it'll erase those 4% fees. But God, there are better ways of doing it, you know, directly through your bank account. You don't, you don't need to have these roundabout ways to get to your credit card through through PayPal or whatever is, is creating these 4% fees. Be careful out there. Always check the fees when you're on Coinbase, what, what method you're selecting, okay? Just pick the cheapest freaking method. It's you know, through your bank account, through Coinbase. Don't don't try to complicate things. But there's a new way to complicate things and freaking lose money. 
Now, uh, what is this Ethereum flipping thing? Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to say the Bitcoin monetary policy does not change. The Ethereum monetary policy it changes. Okay, it could change some more in the future. We don't know, but um, and, and so if you're making an investment choice, I don't know why you would go to the Ethereum one. But it's 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 hot right now. It's surging right now. People have FOMO on it. But guys, go back to 2017, same time in the cycle. We we we've it, it pumped in a very similar way. It got over 10% of a Bitcoin in value. I think it might have spiked to 12 or 13 for a little bit. So if you're shocked by all this, I mean, I, I think it's partially you don't have a good memory, but partially there are a lot of people that are stuck in the Bitcoin Inquisition social media bubble where they truly believe Ethereum is a scam, where if they start to see something right in front of their face, Ethereum doing well, they cannot, they can't fathom it because they're just stuck in this fake world of like Ethereum is a scam. Ethereum can't do well again. I, I mean, Bitcoin, it's just, it's impossible for anything to do well against. I mean, it's this weird little world, a zero sum world. And I don't know if that, that makes people forget the past too. We've already seen Ethereum do well. And Ethereum has all these gimmicks, all these things ha about to happen. Watch this week in Bitcoin at 2 p.m. this Friday, but watch last this week in Bitcoin too. All right, so tomorrow, 2 p.m. East Coast time, tune in, finger, please. It's this week in Bitcoin. But if you watch last week's, um, I forgot who said it, one of the best guests in the freaking space, because I only bring you the best guests in the freaking space, said that, that, that Ethereum should not implement 2.0 for as long as possible. You keep on hyping it up, stretching it out. People keep buying into the hype, FOMOing on it. Uh, but people do real things over in Ethereum land. And there's so many people that are deep in the Bitcoin Inquisition bubble that they don't realize that, that there are real people that are Ethereum maximalists that build things on Ethereum and Lots of venture capital people are interested in tossing money their way and creating companies around Ethereum. And lots of rich people don't understand that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin and want there to be another and, and throw money at Ethereum. And thus, no matter what you say in Twitter, they're never going to see it. They're not going to care about you complaining about Ethereum over there. They're going to do what they're going to do with their billions of dollars. OK, so that's what's going on right now. People with millions and billions of dollars that don't give a, a rat's tuchless about what you say on Twitter in your own little doom world. Um, and I, I don't – I mean I'm being critical of some of the extreme views that have been put out in, in this little uh, this little social media Bitcoin Inquisition world. That, that's all. Um, it's, it's a small bubble. It's a small bubble when you consider what is going on in the larger space what is going on in the larger world, and what's going on in the larger Bitcoin world. Most Bitcoin owners have never been on Bitcoin Twitter before, ever, ever, all right? And their views on, on altcoins are probably a lot different than yours. Now, and I'm not saying these people are perfect. They are far from perfect. The people in the, in the Bitcoin Inquisition bubble, they have – 
they bring a lot to the table. In reality, they know how to store their Bitcoin. They know how to send their Bitcoin. They know not to ever they have a strong hand on their Bitcoin. You know, things that I teach and, and encourage. All right. And, and a lot. And, and so a lot of the people who are, you know, happy, go lucky, not bitter, you know, willing to look around at the world and explore different things. They are, you know, they're prone to make some rookie type of mistakes, like keeping their Bitcoin on an exchange and, and just, just falling into a lot of different traps out there. All right. And so in, in TikTok world, um, what I've learned recently uh, through, through a video that just simply said, taught people how to get their Bitcoin off of Coinbase. There were many people that are saying, why would I want to get my Bitcoin off of Coinbase? I can flip it there immediately. Um, it's it's a public company. Why would they take or confiscate my Bitcoin? They don't get that the, the government of the United States, that if you are a public company, you're going to follow whatever, the, whatever the, the government tells you to do. So if someone is considered a risk factor, um, they will confiscate the Bitcoin. They will slow down your ability to remove your Bitcoin um, from, from your quote unquote wallet. If you control your own private key, you don't need to worry about any confiscations by the government. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, your wallet saying, no, 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 um, this is suspicious activity. So we have to delay sending this a day. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's no intermediaries between you and your, and your wallet. You know, Coinbase obviously is a, is a complete third party intermediary, intermediary. And this is all about disintermediation and the people over there on TikTok, and most of them are very young. They don't get it, but a few people were kind of like curious all of a sudden, like, wait a second, you know, why shouldn't I have my Bitcoin on Coinbase? They just think it's natural to have it on a third party. That's the way it is. They don't think there are any down, downfalls to it at all. Um, so you, you gain another, you gain a perspective on how many people are just, they do not have a, self-sovereignty at all in their vocabulary um and they're nowhere close to it and they are they are the ones that have, they're going to lose their bitcoin i mean one way or the other it, you know at least coinbase is a safe a quote unquote quote safe place of keeping it most of these people uh, are extrapolating coinbase to wherever they're keeping it you know some foreign exchange wherever where, where it can easily be hacked or whatever they don't even get that the, that the exchanges can be hacked they don't they don't get that at all it's it's quite a it's a learning experience on tiktok and, and it should make you happy that you have you understand what best practices are there are no best practices on on bitcoin tiktok whatsoever whatsoever so you got to hand it to the coinbeast guys for encouraging me to make best practices of related videos. And one of them got popular yesterday um, because it, because people are challenged by the fact that you should get your Bitcoin off of Coinbase. That's why it did well, not because they necessarily want um, best practices. All right. We, we have people chatting there still. Let me get to the IRS. Well, I, 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 I wanted to talk about it earlier. Uh, all right. I, okay. That's that's for tomorrow. I've got – okay. So it's a vice article. It is a vice article. As more investors and criminals move to hardware wallets to secure their funds, the IRS is looking for new methods to access those wallets in criminal investigations. The IRS is looking – 
for help to break in the cryptocurrency hardware wallets, according to a document posted on the agency website in March of this year. So people are just uh, talking about this. Now, there, there was a related thing. There was something else IRS related that I uh, I talked about. I can't. I don't think it was this. Uh, it they're not going to be able to break into your hardware wallet, okay? Into your Trezor or your Ledger. That's the bottom line. But it shows you how secure it is that they have to put a 25-page document on their website, just you know, asking for help. Uh, and unfortunately, there are people. That are sellouts, that are uh, compliant, really uh, just the very definition of snitches that want that would love to help the IRS with this. And I, it's a free country, so you can do that. You can be a snitch in a free country. Um, but I, I think it's overall it speaks loudly, it speaks volumes about the effectiveness of these hardware wallets. That they they're worried about it. They 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 want they want in on these things. They know that people have successfully avoided their tentacles by uh, by doing this. If the IRS IRS can get into your Coinbase account any time they want to, so that goes back to what I was talking about below above. And uh, clearly, they can't get into your Trezor whenever they want to, and they want to be able to. They really want to be able to. If you read this thing, uh, so I, I can't say that in 15 seconds in a TikTok video. I can say that here. Don't, don't, I, I, I wouldn't be concerned about it. I would actually, I would be concerned if you don't have a hardware wallet. How about that? If you're keeping it somewhere other than a hardware wallet, I would be concerned because the the, the IRS isn't asking how to break into those other uh, other storage. Uh, methods because they already know how to and they already have and quite quite easily with the third parties now what is this uh, so i talked about the uh, panthers versus the predators game yeah they were playing the florida the florida panthers which is ironic because i'm going to miami next that's the team that's based in miami and uh okay we'll talk about that ben shapiro ended his uh, show or ended a segment. You know, it was ended a show. He was ripping on the Biden, Biden's insane spending, and he just ends the show with uh, Bitcoin to the moon. He says Bitcoin to the moon. And I mean, I love how it's become that accepted in, in mainstream culture now. Could could you have predicted a year ago that Ben Shapiro would end the show by saying Bitcoin to the moon? It's good. It's good. It's a good, it's a good time to be alive. I'll say that. I see someone else has a question there. Uh we are excited to announce that MasterCard will be the exclusive network partner for the Gemini credit card. Oh my God. That's a, they send out that email. They, they're really trying to sell that thing. Um, just, just buy Bitcoin. Why complicate things? Uh, a, a dude I've had on the show before that's in charge of the uh, Florida blockchain association or whatever. Uh, they're having an event in Orlando right after the, I think on, the 7th and 8th or the 6th and 7th of June. I linked to it below um, right after the Miami Bitcoin conference. They're taking advantage of all the people that will be around. So good for Florida. Orlando is, is in the game too there. It's linked to below the days it is. So if you're sticking around in Florida, you can go to this Florida blockchain event or whatever. 
And I said I would mention it. He's been on the show. He was on the show once when I had Ty Zen on the show. Um, yeah, people really don't get what controlling your private key really means on TikTok. Not at all. Very revealing. They don't know. They don't know that term. Control your private key. They just don't know it. That that's a big re revelation. Yeah, Tesla sold ten percent of their Bitcoin. Okay, big whoop. All right, uh, Elon Musk still owns his Bitcoin. Hey, companies have to do what companies have to do. They had to prove liquidity. It, they still have ninety percent of their freaking Bitcoin, dudes. It was. It's. It's. It's a very minor story for me. All right, so calm down. Everyone, calm down. I, I, I know. <laughs> uh, and Elon Musk. Uh, so, yeah, Elon Musk. What else did I want to say here? Oh, Alistair Milne had been spreading the rumor about Facebook uh, buying uh, Bitcoin. They didn't buy it. <laughs> but we're one day closer to them buying it. And it seems like everybody forgot about the whole DM. DM is what the, the name of uh, the, the new name of the Facebook proposed cryptocurrency. It used to be called Libra. It's going to come out. It's going to be good for Bitcoin. Oh, I forgot to say, uh, you know, we're talking about the Ethereum ranking. The freaking, uh, the ranking for Binance coin is in like, is like number 130. If it was a company, okay. So, I mean, we're, we're living in quite a golden age here that it would be the 130th most valuable uh, company on earth. I, I, I have the, uh, I'm not going to go back up to the, uh, Number. BlockFi has lowered its rates again. Okay, that, that's not a shock. It, it, it seemed to be uh, unsustainable. Why, why do you even have your, your, your Bitcoin at a third party? Again, the, R, the IRS, they know how to get your Bitcoin from BlockFi. They don't know how to get it from a Trezor. Just, just remember that, people. Now, uh, oh, here, we got a question. Um, uh, do you advocate any eating any carbs at all? No, no, not like rice, not that type of carb, but dude, and, and maybe you just meant the fruits and, and onions and everything. I, I've shown you my onions before. This is a carb. This is a carb. I eat it. I eat that the, the freaking garlic. It's a car. It's a carb. I eat it. I don't, anything, I don't know. No man made carbs at all. All right. No man made carbs that you don't. You know, and the or processed carbs, you know, to eat rice, it, it has to be somewhat pre no, nothing wheat based, nothing wheat based, the, 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 you know, those type of carbs. Now, you know, vegetable, you know, greens, greens are fine, okay. So anything they can make bread out of, don't eat that, okay. Now, I, I don't advocate that at all, but I am not some pure meditarian dude at all, at, at all. I eat, I, I mean. I mean, I, I eat nuts. I, I eat. I, I will eat fruit. I don't vilify fruit like some people go crazy with the fruit. Now, there's one day of the week I have like the only, you know, extra carb that I have is a little orange. Okay, those are my sprint days. Now, uh, there's not. Daniel Sternthal says, uh, "Bitcoin to the moon." You better believe it, Sternthal and uh, Shapiro Sternthal Meister. We Seems to have some things in common there. Uh, we all like to say Bitcoin to the moon, right? Now, uh, how heavy, <laughs> dude? Um, come on, honk, honk. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna read that, dude. I mean, you. I I think you're trying to be funny and everything, and um, but it's 
it's it's really you're really you're kind of playing into that whole like what I was just saying was ignorant. Just people who who are who are stuck in the Bitcoin Inquisition world, where if you talk about another, if you talk about an altcoin or something, it's just, it's something that's uh, you're doing something that's wrong so, so, somehow. And so when you ask an ignorant question like that, and it's the second time you've asked me that question, you you, you sent a DM to me, and um, you, I mean, I think I think you're you're being an idiot. I think that's a, I think that's I think you're being a clown. So sorry, dude. Sorry, sorry. I mean, I just I think you're you're and and you, you should be better than because you're not a troll, but you just acted like a total. You just act like a total troll, and it, it's clear you're not. You're not really understanding what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say here. Like you got to get rid of that Bitcoin Inquisition mentality. It's really embarrassing. It's really shameful, dude. It's just whatever. And I know you're you're a great supporter of the show, but you're humiliating yourself. You you really and it's it's a complete waste of your time when you send me stuff like that. It, ask a it, ask a, a a question like that. It's really a, a waste of my time. All right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna read it we're, uh, real quick, right? And, and I'm just I gotta be honest, even to, it really has to be pointed out. It really does. It's, this this show is about tough love here, and uh, you know if there was no tough love, uh, that uh, there are plenty of people in the past who would have ended up buying altcoin flavors of the month. So you know the Bitcoin Inquisition is really something you really should avoid. It's really it, cl it closes your mind to life in general, and I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a happy I don't think it's a happy life. And uh, anyway, so let me let me tell you about let me end it on on a happy note here. Um, my uh, my nephew, I was uh, I saw a picture of my nephew at Hebrew school, and it looked like he's freaking wearing a pirate outfit. All right. And uh, Hebrew, Hebrew schools online now, <laughs> at least certain ones are. Uh, all right. So, no, no in-class Hebrew school for, for my nephew. That, that's a that's a love. But they're, they're all like that now in Baltimore or lots of them. So I, I asked my uh, I asked my sibling <laughs> and some of you know which sibling a little bit more about my if, if those of you actually pay attention to the show know which sibling this is but um or and how many i have or whatever you know i've got multiple siblings and there's one there's at least one of each sex out there and i've got nieces and nephews and, and whatnot but th this awesome nephew is only seven years old and my sibling says he is very advanced with zoom he creates special effects those were artificial images he created on zoom so I, I really thought, you know, the pictures they posted, I, I thought he was wearing a freaking pirate outfit. And it really gives me hope. Um, it makes me happy that a little a little seven-year-old Meister uh, can, 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 that, can be that skilled with a computer or a phone or whatever it is. And is that digitally oriented and will clearly easily transition into this cryptocurrency Bitcoin world. He asked me about Bitcoin. He loves the Bitcoin shirt that I gave him. And uh, yeah, the futures, and for those of you who just still have to talk about gold and, and all that nonsense, you know, after, after seeing something like that, you know, being impressed by your little seven-year-old can do a better job with uh, 
with graphics on, on the internet than, than you can. It just, I, I don't think, how, how can the, you, you, how can you not understand the digital future of this world and the young people? So that's a, uh, that's a positive thing to, to end with, with a little tech savvy seven-year-old. All right. Let me see if there are any other questions out there. No, there are not. All right, everybody. Pound that like button. Uh, I, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. 2 p.m. tomorrow. We got, we got a new show. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.